remember David Blaine, the magician? Yeah. I mean, who doesn't, right? Like those like crazy card tricks or stupid like mad street magic things that he was doing with like celebrities. He's still around. Do you know? I assume so. I think that there was I think he's on to the more I can stay in a hole for seven days without water and uh, while drinking nothing but uh, diuretics and survive. Like, I, I don't understand. It's not like long gone are the days of pick a card. Now it's like I, I can survive a survivalist. It's it's odd transition. It is an odd transition for, for magicians. Like you're right. It went from like card tricks to making whole airplanes vanish to now <laughs> they just like torch basically torture themselves i guess houdini kind of did the same thing so like everyone's kind of taken after him but the reason why i bring up magicians is because fantasy baseball community has people from like all walks of life we've got singers we've got dancers we've got you know people into fashion we've got people who do everything do we know of a fantasy baseball magician uh, i don't i i can't say i no, you would think that by now someone would have found an easy way to gain clicks is uh, uh, I've seen some people pull some pretty <laughs> shitty rabbits out of their proverbial hat with uh, predictions or with ideas, but uh, not a so-called magician, I guess. If you're looking to get in the fantasy baseball industry, uh, start off with doing um, like baseball card tricks or something maybe, and then work your way towards um, – predicting Seattle Mariners relief pitcher usage. And then you're well on your way to starting your own $10 a month Patreon. Cause I would sign up <laughs> for that right now. <laughs> I would too. I have, trust me for many years, a, a, a catchy, clever uh, Twitter handle I thought was going to be a thing. Um, I always thought Natradamus was a good one to go off of if, the problem is, is it's you're like you're really putting yourself out there. You better be accurate, or you're just gonna take a bunch of shit. And it just wasn't worth it. As much as I love to claim it, I'll throw it out there every now and then when I get something right. But I try to avoid that. You you have like two ways you could go. You could do the nature Domus, or you could do the on the Markham. Yes, yeah, that's great. Did you just think of that? I just that's thought really of that good. right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was I'll also a, pick your fantasy Twitter handle for you, Mr. Fantasy Magic or whoever you are. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm trying I was I wish there was a a roto or um fantasy base but head to Houdini. No. We'll we'll come up with something. Actually, someone else come up with something. Let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear your best um uh fantasy baseball magician match mashup if possible. <laughs> Um, leading you right into the episode that we love to do every single year, because if you're listening to this, it's Wednesday. That means tomorrow is opening day. We are finally here. And before we get started, um, we need to make ourselves look absolutely stupid at all costs right from the jump. Yeah, I, honestly, you know, so I look back at the 20, think of this a year ago, almost probably to the day within, uh, plus or minus probably four days. We had our 2022 predictions. We were just a baby Patreon. We were just little bitty uh, Greg's and Aaron's and gurus and Eric's and Nate's. And we had our first set of predictions. And I went ahead and I looked at each one. I documented each one. And I gave points 
to each Ooh. one to see who the overall winner of the quote unquote 2022 predictions were. So sit back, Aaron, and let's revel in our stupidity and or how close we were. Question number one that I phrased for everybody or had was what is your boldest reliever take? Or maybe you came up with these questions. I don't really remember who did them, but either way, they're really good. I like them. They are relevant <laughs> now. The first one was what's your boldest take? Aaron, do you remember what your boldest take was? Oh, God. Nate, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old and a full-time job and teach on the side. There's no way I remember. I can't ask my wife. I can't remember the thing that was said six minutes ago, let alone a year ago on this show. Well, this will be really good because it has nothing to do with Jake McGee. It is that Andrew Kittrich will finish with 35-plus saves and 100-plus strikeouts and is the RP1. Uh Zero points for Aaron on that. Uh, it was both Guru and Eric took a shot at the Oakland Athletics saves uh, hierarchy. And Guru taking Domingo Acevedo for leading the team. Eric with AJ Puck. Both were wrong. Double zero points. I took the Gregory Soto is top three in saves. He was 10th, which was close. And he reduces his walk rate to less than 10%. (laughs) It was at 12%, the lowest it had been since 2019. I gave myself half a point. No, I didn't. I take that back. I didn't give myself any points. Not close enough. Greg, though, on the other hand, his bold prediction was that Bruce Dargratterall will end the season as the Dodgers closer. Here is the thing. Oh, this is tricky here. He was not, but he recorded the final save of the regular season for the Dodgers. I give him half a point. After round one, if you will, Greg is leading one half point (laughs) to a bunch of zeros. So then the next question is who leads the major leagues in saves? Aaron, you said a safer bet than Andrew Kittrich, which is smart because that was your bold take. Your real take was Jordan Romano with 39. Greg's was Jordan Romano with 37. I took Rizal Iglesias with 38. Negative points for that one, probably. Josh Hader for for uh, Guru at 36. And Ryan Presley for Eric at 36 as well. Here are the results. Um, number one was Greg uh, Gregory Jordan Romano, sorry, had 36 saves. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg said 37. Hater had 36 saves. Guru gets that, even though the leader we know was Emmanuel Classe. So zero correct. But Ryan Presley at 36 actually had 33. Jordan Romano, as I said, with 36, you said 39. So me being the very generous person gave each one of you, Eric and Greg, half a point. Guru gets a full point for getting the exact number on Josh Hader correct. It is now different points. I'm not going to keep tabs as we go. I'll just do it at the end because I don't want to stumble and stammer with points. Here's the next one. And Scott Barlow, our favorite Kansas City Royals reliever. Over under 16.5 saves. What do you think you took? I'm hoping I took the over. I I think I liked Barlow last year. I had Barlow on a bunch of teams. You didn't this day. You took the under (laughs) along with Dom or Guru and Greg. Both I and Eric took the over, which was correct. He had over 16 and a half saves. The next question was this. Will any Seattle relief pitcher have more than 14 and a half saves? If yes, who will have it? Aaron, any idea? Uh, my guess is I probably said no. 
Um, but if I did say yes, uh, I, I, I had to have been on Seawalt. You said no, but they will trade for a closer in oh, quotes, okay. at the deadline. And that person will have 14 saves in the final two months for Seattle. Uh, honestly, in hindsight, not a crazy guess, considering they were wanting to use Paul Seawald in such high leverage positions, Diego Castillo. They didn't know Andre Munoz was going to be Andre's Munoz. But Greg with no, uh, Guru, myself, both said yes, and the others all said no. The answer was yes, and it was Paul Seawald, who I said would have 16, he had 20. That being said, I still only gave myself one total point instead of one and a half because I'm a fair judge. And we move on. Now, I also did put that uh, Kendall Graveman had 10. So Seawald would have had 11 and that the leader needed 31 percent to get to 20, I guess, is what it was. Is the math. It's weird looking back on crazy projections. I like this next one, though, too. Again, like I said, we we did a good job of kind of overanalyzing or analyzing or breaking down what was deemed 2022 bullpens as a whole. And this is this. More saves. Anyone on the Miami Marlins or Tanner Rainey, who is a hot name around here, and do either get 20 or more saves. Aaron, what do you think you went with? Um, Man. I, I'm sure I was on Finnegan last year, and so I probably did not pick Tanner Rainey. You did not, but you did say that Don Mattingly will pick someone, mm-hmm. and you say it's going to end up being Dylan Floro all oh, along, and he gets 21. Mean? Not bad, I will say. Now, the correct answer was um, no, and that Tanner Scott actually had 20 saves versus okay. uh, uh, Rainey's, or Tanner Rainey's 12. But we were all wrong on there. Some of the answers were Greg said a push and no. Uh, Guru went with Cole Sulcer. I went with Tanner Rainey. Um, And then another Cole Sulcer pick for Eric. Hmm. Who finishes? This was a tougher one. So this is the way I broke this down. Who finishes as the top, quote unquote, non-closer, maybe a sold relief pitcher, according to the Razzball Player Raider? The answers were... Who do you think you might have taken? Well, give me the answers, and I'll see if I can remember who I took. All right. The answers were Blake Trinan, Devin Williams, Giovanni Gallegos, Jonathan Loisega, Blake Trinan. I mean, those are some pretty good guesses. Stunk that, Yeah, it stunk that what happened to Trinan. Yeah. Um, I was probably on Trinan. You were on Loisega. You oh. even went as far as saying he was going to have 25-plus holds, 10-plus saves, and five to eight wins. And I wish I had that up right now to see how close that was. Not but that I don't. close. But not that yeah, close, not that considering close. he was 500 and something player Raider. <laughs> so the answers were Greg and Guru both took Trinan. I took Gallegos. Loisega was you, and Devin Williams was Eric. Um, the answer the winner was Devin Williams with Eric, sure. of course, after jo- you know Josh Hader got traded he was 35th guy goes was 93rd those were the two closest but the next one here i didn't have an answer for because i don't have fab but uh, let's take a walk down memory lane real quick and which relief pitcher will emerge as the first here's a name julian merriweather <laughs> even my boy remember that not too far only seven days ago we were talking about julian merriweather but which relief pitcher will emerge as the first julian merriweather type fab buster our answers were greg went with jonathan lewisega contradicting your uh 
non-closer sold leader, but not necessarily because he could have easily been $300 and not seen another save and just been good ratios. Greg Holland for Guru. I took Jake Diekman. You took Trevor May. And Eric took Julian Merriweather. Might as well. Why (laughs) not? Why not? Right. So I bypassed that. This one. It's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to to figure out who's going to be the bust. That was a hard question. We should have tossed that question out. We should have tossed that. Yeah. That was, and it's impossible to look back and track because I don't want to keep going to the fab. But this one is not hard to keep track of. And you're not going to like it. No, boy. Who will have more saves for no. the Giants? Camilla no. Duvall, Jake McGee. You went as far as even giving Jake McGee 32 saves, but <sighs> we know how how wrong. Yeah, we know how that one. Yeah, we'll skip, let's keep going. <laughs> Here's another bad one. Robert Suarez. Remember Robert Suarez oh, yeah. hype? Oh, good old San Diego. How many, what his save total will be? The answers were 27, 28, 26, 28, 24. The total Holy. was one. Holy. Yeah. That's, that is, are we trying to get people to unsubscribe? This was, this was pre, I, I bet this was pre Taylor Rogers. Definitely. So I'm going to say this Definitely. wasn't a year ago. I'm going to say this was older than that. Yeah. Here's a good one. This is one that could have gained us actually some subs alone. The Froop with the most wins, and I'll say that even this was kind of a caveat, but at the same time, where they're what they were supposed to be, Greg took Johan Duran, not mm-hmm. knowing if he would be a Froop or not. Excellent pick, of course, how good he did. Brent Suter for a guru, loves Brent Ooh. Suter, said again, a, another solid uh, result. You took the same as Eric took. Do you remember who that might have been? No. Boston Red Sox. Boston Red Sox. It's a year, man. It's hard to remember how much hype he had as not knowing if he was going to be in the rotation. Garrett Whitlock. Garrett Whitlock. Okay. You quit under there, built to crush this role. You put 12 wins. Would have been stellar season. He ended up with three. My answer <laughs> was Christian Javier. Oh which turned out to be obviously the best answer because he ended up to become a starter and he got 11 wins. So 11 from him, five for Suter, two for Johan Duran, and three for Garrett Whitlock. And last but not least, this is not a tangible question, but one that we can look back on and say, were we really regretting this relief pitcher that we did not draft enough of? Who do you think your person was? That I didn't have enough of? Well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wasn't Jake McGee or Andrew <laughs> because true. I had Jake McGee and Andrew Kittredge on like every team last year and scrounged around for saves the whole entire season. Uh, who do I wish I had had more of? Man, I hope I said Edwin Diaz. It was Kenley Jansen. Okay, I always. Well, I can never get enough Kenley. You know that uh, exactly. But um, Greg's answer was Taylor Rogers, and yeah. so was Eric's. What a nice. great call on that. So this must have been – when did we come up with these questions? Such a weird situation. Like Robert Suarez, what – What? thank you for still subscribing and listening to us. Uh, we're not quite sure what's going on. Guru set, went with Robert Suarez. My answer was Jordan Romano, rightfully so. Wish I had drafted a lot more of them. So for the final tally was this. Aaron, you Zero. came in with a half – I gave you a half a point. You got a half oh, yeah. credit. For Jordan Romano. For Romano, yeah. Guru with three total points. Greg with two. 
Eric with four and a half, and I had four and a half. And we tied, Eric and I did at four and a half. The tiebreaker would have been the Fab Buster. Don't know that answer. Not a big deal. So what we'll do is we'll carry that over into this year and take a look at some of these Reliever Recon staff picks I sent out to you and Guru and Greg and Eric a set of 10 questions. These 10 questions are not as elaborate as last year's. Kind of disappointed in myself. But I do think that they are good questions. It kind of encapsulates the entire 2023 season. Not too bold, per se, but really just an overarching theme of the season. And I don't know your answers. I know everybody else's answers. And have you looked at other people's answers already or not? I, I did not. I only looked at the questions because I wanted okay. to um, to feel it all out and make this you know as wholesome of a show as possible. I love it. I love it. So let's dive right into question number one. And it's as easy as this. Who's going to lead the National League in saves? I'll tell you each person's pick besides mine, and then give me yours. Greg, Guru, Eric, all three took the same person. That's Josh Hader. How say you? Who is your NL saves leader? Wow. Okay. So I I didn't go Hader, although I think that is most likely – um, the, he's definitely the betting favorite. If there's a betting favorite somewhere on some gambling site somewhere, there's no doubt that Josh Hader is the gambling favorite and the safest pick for sure in this contest. Now we all were just relived last year and you know, I'm not going to make any safe picks on this because that is not what I do. Um, but this one, I don't think this one's that risky. The last two full seasons, this team had a single closer a different single closer who had 41 and 37 saves in the national league over the last two years with two different veteran experienced relievers and this year that team has a veteran experienced reliever who isn't going to start the season on the roster but will finish but will finish as the national league leader with 35 saves that's the atlanta braves and that's yep. Rizal Iglesias. Look at that. That If that didn't coincide with the don't waste your money on AJ Minter week one, nothing does. I like that. I, I went contrarian with Josh Hader. Um, <laughs> pretty simple. I want to leave it simple and build up to some a little pizzazz. And we'll get to pizzazz for our premium members. So thank you all for listening. Remember, www.patreon.com slash reliever recon to join, subscribe, and win your fantasy baseball leagues.